Honestly, that yeah. could be. I, I check nothing. <laughs> I don't think you ever I've have never, once looked over you, a contract. Every every form you've ever sent me, I've just said, uh-huh. And uh-huh. It. You just click, That's sign, it. sign, send. Trust. And every, I'm over here in the corner like, ha, ha, ha. Every time there's money sent to me, I'm like, cool. I never have like Fact looked. check it. I've actually been taking $100 out of each paycheck that you get just to see if you notice. Are you telling me I could be rich? <laughs> You have. Okay. Um, I Should am that ready. be the intro? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know what's funny? I, because a fun fact is I used to run. Wait, so are we like recording the episode? Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay, okay. <laughs> just, just, I just was checking. I was just making sure. A fun fact is I used to do the social media for Pretty Basic back in the day when they first started. To this day, anytime I try to think of our soundtrack, all I hear is theirs. That's, oh my God, that's what I said. I literally really? start. I started singing. And then I was like, I looked at Mandy and I was like, wait, is that pretty basic? Yeah. And then I kept singing it and I was like, I, I literally don't know. But it happened to be right. Yeah. It's so funny because I like my immediate thought is I hear that their yeah. song and I'm like, that's not your song. And then because I have their song in my head, I can't think of ours. I mean, most like non copyright music so it all sounds the same. it kind of like all sounds they, all epidemic it sounds like they're like cousins yeah. everything sounds like they're slightly related definitely so. related songs yeah <laughs> also i just realized i'm wearing a black sweatshirt and i was wearing a black sweatshirt last episode that's actually one of my favorite sweatshirts i borrowed it multiple times yes. yeah um it's from walmart the men's section sisterhood of the traveling sweatshirt yeah it's literally my first of all walmart right now in the men's section there's a wall and it's it's you, yeah. in every Walmart it's different places. In my local Walmart, there's like this huge like right when you walk in the men's section, there's a huge wall, uh-huh. and it's just like stacks of, uh, like plain colors, yeah. and it's just sweatshirts and sweatpants of like every every size you can imagine. Should we go after this? Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, I need like a. Ashley, yes. I need, I need what you're wearing. I It's about time you take advantage of the weird things that I'm good at, which is finding baggy clothes. So I got you. <laughs> um, but it's like they in the men's section, you know, it goes up to like 3X, 4X. Right, yes. So a men's 3X, 4X, like you're swimming in it. Right. And it's my favorite because you can way. just wear like leggings. Like it goes past your butt. It's so comfortable. So I'm telling you guys, don't sleep on Walmart. Listen for that. I might make you come with me to Walmart after Let's this. Let's freaking go! So if you guys uh, don't know, Taryn and I are going to Italy this yeah, weekend. Yeah, we are. We're going to Italy this weekend for if our I friend's can wedding. Get my passport. <laughs> Taryn's having a passport crisis. I'm currently trying to get 100 percent better. I know. I'm still kind of sick. Oh, you can probably hear it in my voice, so I'm going to apologize for that ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to Italy this weekend, and I have like one good sweatshirt. I love wearing all black on flights because yeah. inevitably I spill. Yeah. So I it's like head to toe black. And I need like another one that's like I don't care about if it gets dirty. Yeah. And that's 
That oh. Walmart find, that sounds perfect. It's, I've washed this like 50,000 times <laughs> because now that I have a niece, it's getting a little bit better because she doesn't, um, she's like not drinking from a bottle all the time. Like yeah. when babies drink from bottles, like they, like they just spit like spit up all the time. It's like milky all the yeah. time. It's disgusting. But she is teething. So, so every time I see her, even if I'm like, Literally, I'll walk in the house, walk to find her. If my brother has her, I just, like, snatch her. And then I'll, like, go take my dog out while I'm just, like, holding her for a second. Uh Um, But even if I hold her for two seconds, whatever I'm wearing is done. Like, there's just, like, snail, like, marks, like, everywhere. So I literally wash the sweatshirt, like, all the time. And it just, it gets better with age. It's like wine. Yeah. It's like a fine wine. A good piece of clothing, I feel like, should get better with age because it gets right? softer. It gets a little heavier. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like that's when that's when you love it the most. Yeah, and I throw it in the dryer. Yeah, and it's not Which like is it's a, like shrunk immensely. Yeah. Like it's it's just top notch. Listen, for sweatshirts, we're going to Walmart go. after. Let's this. go, dude. Sometimes they'll have more colors, but most of the time it's like black, gray, navy, blue. Like can't wait for our Walmart photo shoot. Right, like in front of the sweatshirt. <laughs> The men's section. Listen, if we go, we're going to post it on our socials. Oh, absolutely. You better believe it. Let's take a pic. Also, I just really wanted to do a little public, little PSA shout out. Taryn did a solo episode. I did. Last week. So if you haven't heard it, you should definitely, after listening to this episode, go to the episode Let's before do? because Taryn did a solo episode. Oh. She saved my life. <laughs> if I, you guys think she there sounds wouldn't have been an episode right now. It was a little more like it this. was it was <laughs> it was rough. It was, it was deep rough. and it was scratchy and not yeah. in a like sexy way. Poor honey. Was it a oh, honey? What's yeah, going she sounded, on? She kind sounded of rough. <laughs> rough. And stuff. I like I felt bad because I had gotten back from Japan and the whole reason we had to do an emergency episode in the first place was because we were out of episodes because I took a random yeah. last minute <laughs> trip to Japan. Um and so I call and I was like, listen, I'm, I'm sick but i've been sick for a while so i don't think it's contagious anymore i'm like i'm just gonna power through and then Tara, and i knew i sounded bad but Tara was like ashley <laughs> nobody no one wants to hear nobody that wants it. so yeah you got a no, Taryn got solo real. episode a rare gem so yes. definitely go listen to it also um it would just mean the world to us to Taryn and i if you would just Rate, review, share. Yeah. Our, <laughs> our Absolutely. Absolutely. Take the time, give us a few stars, leave a nice little comment, yeah. and, you know, do your homework and share this podcast with your friends and family. Yeah. That's all we're asking. It's not a big ass. It's not a big ass. <laughs> Unless you're driving, be safe. But Spread like, the good news. Yeah. Of our podcast. Absolutely. The gospel. Um, Today, I was, I was driving here and... Uh, our producer Michaela like she'll send with our link that's like our episode there's like a link that's like hey here's a few like snippets if you want to use for socials right so I had I had those just like randomly playing because I was like oh what did I talk about (laughs) because you know I kind of blacked out out a little Um, and a freaking cop pulled up next to me Uh and I was like oh my god because it like it's a video right? right even though I was just listening to it yeah still like that's like you can get a ticket for that yeah um, and so I like reached up really quick to like shut my phone off uh-huh. and then he immediately slows down and I'm like, no, I don't yeah. want a ticket. <laughs> and so then I immediately again reach back up and tap my phone. So like my, my maps came on. Yeah. So I was like, maybe if I do that, he'll be like, oh, she was like touching her phone cause of like maps. Yeah. So I do that and like I'm being super dramatic, like looking like I'm trying to figure out like where I am. And he the whole time he was like going fast and he totally like had slowed. It was just us two like parallel. Right. And I was like, I don't see you like you don't exist. I'm not doing anything sketchy at all. And so then finally, like he stayed a minute. And then after I did that and the maps thing came up, then he like he like took off. Yeah. I was so scared the whole time. I was like, not me getting a ticket for watching myself. Yeah. 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 Embarrassing. The most shallow. (laughs) Right, self-absorbed. I'm an officer. Classic (laughs) influencer move. Watching your content while you're driving. I hate it. (laughs) Anywho, Ash, you're back from Japan. Japan. How was it? Oh my god, it was incredible. All your stuff looked so pretty. Yeah. um, So in the past, anytime I did a crazy cool trip, I would always vlog, and I. I don't even know if you guys care to hear about this, but content these days has been so frustrating. Like I haven't been able to figure out my niche, but instead of vlogging 
horizontally on YouTube or for like long form content, I did vertical content and it was so fun for me. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was very like artsy. It was cool. It was fun. It was exactly what you would find on my YouTube channel, but just like shorter and vertical. Um, so that was really fun. We have a family friend who lives there and it was so fun getting to like be more local and mm-hmm. more, it was more of a chill trip instead of like running around being yeah, tourists, touristy, yeah. um, which was so fun. It felt, I felt way more immersed in, in the culture, I guess, oh, because we were in a smaller hotel in like a neighborhood area instead of like yeah. in the center of the city where all the other tourists go. Um, so that was really fun. I ate so much sushi, lots of noodles, ramen, um, soba, udon, like all, wow. the, all the noodles. All the things. Absolutely delicious. And um, yeah, it was just really, really great. That's so, so cool. It was so No, fun. it looked really fun. And it was a complete surprise. Like Alicia yeah. did not tell me about this. So that made it even more fun because I found out, I think like four days before we were supposed to take off. And I was like, oh. Odd. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I think we were. Where were we? Were we eating lunch? And I. I said something about. I was like, Oh, I saw your thing. You had to cancel. Yeah. The episode. I was like, What? Like, what are you doing? And you're like, Well, <laughs> I'm going to Japan. I was like, What? Like, I know. So casual. It was so last minute. My sister had been planning on going for a while, and she asked me at the top of this year if I would go with her. So I knew she was going. Yeah. Forever ago. And I was like, You know what? I can't. Um. Not only did I go to Africa at the top of this year, but I knew I had Italy coming up. Yeah. Forget I was like, I was like, listen, that is a lot. Like there's no way I can do Japan as well financially. So like you go like do your solo travel thing and have so much fun. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, her surprise me was like out of nowhere, but I had a blast. It was fun traveling with just Alicia. We haven't done that in a while. Little sister bonding. Um, and it was great. We ate so much. I keep saying food, but like that's literally all Honestly, we did. but that's like when you travel, that's the thing. Like yeah. you go to cool restaurants, like you eat yeah. like cultural food. You like yeah. do all the, I mean, that's, it's a very big part of like memories of traveling. Absolutely. So. Like you want to dive into the culture. So it was an absolute blast. Taryn held down the fort while I was gone. I did. How have you been, Taryn? I've been good. I um. I feel like you need to address your passport. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's the thing. It is my fault ultimately, but also like it's borderline not my fault. <laughs> we'll see. It's gray. Um, I am going to Italy. Obviously, I've known about this trip forever, so that's where it falls on me because I should have checked like immediately once I committed. Like I'm going. I should have checked my passport. Yeah. But, um, like, early last month, I was like, oh, I should just check and, like, make sure everything's in line. I checked my passport. It expired two years ago. So I'm like, okay, well, whoops. So I immediately went on, did the whole expedited thing, which states four to six weeks, which I was like, perfect. It, like, falls right under it. And... um, then but then like after you do that it's you're just like in the dark so you can like go check the status and i say that with air quotes very intentionally because all it basically tells you is like in process like that's all it tells you so i've been checking the status like daily for over a month now and um you can't do anything until two weeks prior to your trip. You can call. Yeah. There's like a number. So I call the number. The guy basically tells me like, oh, well, it's in process. I can't tell you anything else. Right. And I'm like, cool. So it still hasn't come. We leave like <laughs> on Saturday. Like five It's days Monday. Today, yeah. So I am like freaking out. I finally, my friend has a guy. I call the guy. The guy's like, call your local congressperson. And I'm like, what What does that mean? Like, I don't <laughs> even know what that means. So anyways, I finally just got a hold of someone today. And either they're going to find where my password actually is to see if I can get it in time. Or I'm going to have to go to a federal building and basically stay there all day to get, like, a same-day passport and have to, like, dish out money for it. Which, yeah. <laughs> at this point, like, that's fine. You got to do what you got to do. You already but bought the ticket. I... <laughs> I literally hadn't told a single person because I was, I don't know if this can relate to you. I feel like we're a little bit different. I feel like you don't tell people stuff like that because you don't like the feeling of like, they're going to judge me or I'm going to feel like I'm in trouble the yeah. way they react. Yeah. Am I right? That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, 
I am so scared of like worrying other people. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want anybody else to be worried. Also, my anxiety level was already so high that yeah. if I saw someone else getting anxious, yeah. it would have kicked me overboard. Yeah. So finally today, uh, for the first time in like, <laughs> like over a month of being freaked out, I was like, Ash, I haven't told anybody this, but like, <laughs> I don't have my password. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I, I like, did, oh, though. Oh, dear God, yeah. Because I just thought there was like no other option, but Ash immediately was like, oh my gosh, reach out to this person, this person, because yeah. I know they got a password fast. So. Yeah, it's definitely possible. It's just expensive. <gasps> yeah, it's it expensive, expensive and it's time consuming. So, but at this point, <laughs> I've already spent so, so much money yeah. on a plane ticket, hotel. Yeah clothes so i'm like either way like me not going is almost more expensive so yeah yeah i just need to do it i need just, to figure it out yeah. if that you do what you gotta do yeah. at this point we just gotta get your ass to italy yeah <laughs> so that's that's where my stress level is but i'm feeling good now that there's like some things like in motion yes. i'm feeling better but Absolutely. other than that i'm good oh, i'm good well. i mean they all know they got a, a massive dish of me last week yeah. so true I don't need to catch them up on anything. <laughs> they know everything about me now. Ugh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. Um, let's get into it, Let's Ash. get into so it. So happy you're back. Um, Y'all know it's my favorite part of the episode when we do a tearing it up, the funny section. Mm -hmm. This one is titled Sleepwalking into Another Person's Dorm Room. Ooh, that's interesting. Intrigued. Hey, girls. Earlier today, I thought about this embarrassing situation because I sent my friend a funny video of someone sleepwalking while eating pickles. After Ew. years, years of attempting to shove it out of my mind, sometimes I relieve or I relive my most embarrassing experience and then shove it back down again. <laughs> I take pride in myself as someone who doesn't get embarrassed easily from little things like bleeding through my pants at the gym or accidentally holding a handshake for much longer than acceptable. Oh, yeah. Both of which have happened multiple times to me. But anyways, here is the story. When I was about 14 years old, she adds in parentheses, five years ago from now, I went to a summer ballet intensive training in order to hopefully get admitted to the year-long program for young professionals. This school was eight hours from my hometown and was a month long, so it was the first time I was away for such an extended period of time. All the girls were set up in dorm rooms with a partner, except my partner never showed up. Wow. It's like lucky, but then also like lonely. Uh, Pros and cons at that age. She's traveling? Uh, she's was at a school, ballet school, for eight weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, see that? I don't think I would like. You would want, but like, if a it buddy. was like a dorm room in college, I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool to yeah, like yeah. be by myself. One night, I was sleepwalking, which she is a sleepwalker. That sucks. That's right. And I accidentally walked out of my room and down the hall into another person's room. Oh my God. Of course, I don't remember any of this because I was sleeping. So all I remember 
is waking up because someone was saying, Psst, um, I think someone's in our room. <laughs> I woke up very confused and came to find out that I was the unwanted visitor in the room. I literally, quite literally, walked down the hall about five rooms over into another girl's dorm room and in all caps, she writes, got into bed with her. You're joking me. And went back to sleep. <laughs> How terrifying would that be? You're sleeping and then you either wake up and watch someone get in your bed or you wake up to someone in your bed. Either way, terrifying. She's so lucky she because I would murder <laughs> straight A up. A lot murder of people's someone. like gut reactions would be punch, yeah. stab, kick push off the bed yeah you know something violent because you're going to assume that's an intruder yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like in shock yeah walked out of her dorm down the hall into another girl's dorm where there's two girls in there and crawled into bed with one of them to fall oh, back asleep my gosh she continues i woke up truly horrified from what had just happened i didn't know these girls and they were now screaming since i was in one of their beds with them I apologized and rushed out of the room to somehow find my way back to my room. I called my mom sobbing and told her everything that had just happened. The next morning in ballet class, those girls were laughing at me and staring. And I mean, honestly, I can't blame them. I would have also been terrified to wake up to a stranger in my bed. I hope you guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I hope she explained to them. <laughs> I know. I, I, I hope. I hope. Like, I understand the embarrassment and I understand them being terrified and then I understand them being mean and like joking about it. Also, if you didn't give them any background of like, I have a sleepwalking well, problem. If you didn't, then it almost weird. makes it look like you were like hitting on them, yeah. like trying to get in bed. And then when they didn't receive it, you're like, sorry. And left. Yeah. like, I, I'm i sure she explained I'm it. I'm assuming but. you did, but she, she also didn't write that down. So I don't I'm know. dead. She writes, I hope you guys got a good laugh from my horrific story that I will never be able to live down. After that, I had to block doors with a suitcase, deadbolt the door. She adds in parentheses, which in this storm, they didn't have, unfortunately. And I now put things on the ground, so hopefully I'll fall and wake up before leaving my room. After a few years, I rarely sleepwalk now. But sometimes this embarrassing moment walks back into my conscious mind for a few hours and I need to share it with y'all. So oh, much love. So good. Maya. That's like a movie. That's that a is a great movie. embarrassing moment. To have. That's like the perfect. That would be such a great like teen movie. Like you go to ballet school and yes. you're there for eight weeks. You're with strangers. Yep. You're dorming. And you have a sleepwalking problem. <laughs> Dude, I can't pitch it. Sleepwalking is so fascinating to me. I'm... I don't I don't think I ever have. I think maybe I used to like talk a little bit in my sleep and I'm I used to be like cra like move like crazy. Like I would wake up like my head would be where my feet were, you know uh -huh. what I mean? Um but both of my brothers have had sleepwalking issues. Uh -huh. And one of them was actually scary. Ryan when he was a baby, like I'm talking in his in his diaper, his little tiny little body. Um, my neighbor happened to be coming home at like two in the morning and slammed on her brakes because she saw like a baby walking down our alleyway to get like out of the house, barefoot, just crying. And so she picked him up and then walked into our house and was like, hello. And my mom was like so scarred by that. So then we had like alarms on all the doors and everything. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then Brett, I remember I was sleeping in his room when we were little, like in the bunk beds, and I woke up to him just standing in front of his closet, and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm looking for earmuffs. And I was like, why? And he's like, the baby won't stop crying. And I was like, okay, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And so then I kept trying to like get him to stop, and he was like very agitated. So he like walked out of the room. He's gonna get so mad at me for telling this. He, he walked out of the room. And do you remember like back in the day how it was like in to have those toilet covers that were like carpet? Yeah. On the top of toilets? Yeah. So we had one of those. And I walk in and he's just peeing all over it. So then I'm like, Mom! And I'm like running. I'm like, Brett, something's wrong with Brett. And I'm like freaking out. Yeah. And he was so, he literally didn't talk to me for so long because he, said I made it all up. Like, he didn't believe really? me in the morning. He was so freaked out by it. That's so funny. But, like, what if you commit a murder? Like, how do you even prove, like, if you were, you know what I mean? If you were sleep asleep or not? I, I wonder if that's ever been done. I'm I totally going to look that up. 
I don't know. I definitely had a sleepwalking phase. And I remember one time specifically, I woke myself up because I had, I woke up on the stairs because the way our house was set up, my mom's always been a little more on the paranoid side. I've always had an alarm in my house, like Mm -hmm. even ever since I was little. And our house was a two story house. So the alarm wasn't upstairs. It was downstairs. Yeah. So you couldn't go downstairs without turning off the alarm in my sleep. I went downstairs and once you pass a certain level oh, on the stairs. Oh, like the motion sensor? The motion sensor. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah. I woke up on the stairs to the alarm going off and I was freaking out and crying cuz I didn't know what was happening yeah, or how like I got where there. where you were. But that was kind of it. Alicia never really had it, so Yeah, no. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. That was a great story though. Ooh. I would tell it all the time. You shouldn't be embarrassed. I think it's, it's a great an story. amazing story. Um, okay. Let's jump on in. Let's do it. This story is titled, (laughs) I love the title of this. My therapist left and it feels like a death. (laughs) Yeah. I totally, I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Okay. Um, this is from Anonymous, which is just so sad because they have a really cool name, but you'll never know. You'll never know. I'll tell you later. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Hello, girls. I love you so, so much. All caps. So she really means it. Um, You are a constant companion to me throughout all my days. And honestly, I have not found a podcast that suits me as well as yours. Love you both. Taryn, thank you for your content online that has inspired me to work on my anxiety and overcome my awful body image. And Ashley, I grew up watching you and Alicia and could not be more grateful in the ways that you shaped my life. So emo, I love it. Anyways, I'm going to get into my life situation at the moment. I'm in high school, I'm 16 years old, and I don't have many friends. And I like my relationships with 20, 30-year-olds because somehow I relate to them and you guys more than I do the people my own age. I also tend to have better friendships with people a year younger than me. I genuinely don't know why, but this does contribute to my story. I decided to go to therapy at the end of 2022 as I was extremely anxious and lonely and needed someone to talk to. I really got inspired by you two to go and those six-ish months have been the best I've had in a while. Then out of the blue, right when I was just really opening up to my therapist, she decided to leave the practice. I have absolutely no hatred to her at all, and we left things on very good terms, and I am forever grateful to my ta- for my time with her. The problem is, I feel like we really developed a sort of friendship in that therapy time. Obviously, didn't break any boundaries. My mom is a therapist, so I know all of them, and I was devastated when she left. She is about 30, and f- she feels like someone I could be, that who could be in my life for a very long time if she would have stayed in it. I know she feels the same way about me, and I'm so grateful that she enjoyed my company as much as I enjoyed hers. Now, I'm still the same old, lonely, anxious teenage girl who has so many obstacles every day that I shouldn't have at such a young age, and I still need therapy. Even though we did work through some things in my time with her, I found a new therapist, but I haven't met her yet, and I'm so terrified because I have to start over. What if we don't develop the same bond? It's so scary, and all throughout this, I can't contact my old therapist, so it feels like a death. I'm, again, so lonely, and I just feel so sad that my old therapist is gone, and I'm so scared about having to start over again. It took me so long to open up to my old therapist, and what if this takes the same length or even longer? I don't think I can wait another six months to really get into it. I just feel hopeless and tired of worrying. Please send any advice you have and make it about making this transition as good as it can be. I love you, Anonymous. But she sent an update. Ooh. Uh Uh-huh. Update. I met with my new therapist today, and I cried all the way home because she was nothing like my old therapist, and I feel so hopeless about what to do. She was not my vibe, but everyone is telling me to wait it out. I'm just so sad about my old therapist leaving. Mm. Anonymous. It was funny because I was reading this and I had like all this stuff set in my mind, but yeah. then this is a very key <laughs> yeah. change. She has so started. it changes she has taken everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's so tough. Yeah. It is not fair 
in any situation in life to compare one person to another. Yeah. No one person is the same. No one. The fact is like, you'll never find a therapist like your old therapist. Mm -hmm. You'll never find a person, another human being that's just like your old therapist. So as difficult as it is, you really, you really need to make sure that you don't compare your, any, anyone in your life to that person because there is no other, that person, you know, there's only one. So it's not fair. It's not fair to compare. And I say, I say that a lot to like, I feel like in relationship stories that people send yeah, in, yeah. they'll be like, oh, like, well, you know, my, my ex was like this. And it's like, okay, well, let's not, yeah, let's not yeah. do that. So definitely try your best to cut that out. Which is so hard. Yeah. It's hard, but like you have to cut it, cut that out so that you can fully focus and be open to the possibility of a new relationship. Yeah. Um, it's just like after a breakup, you have to let go of your ex in order to move forward. It's the exact same situation. You, you, had a loss yeah you know it's sounds silly because it's just a therapist but you you're so vulnerable and so open with your therapist that it's sometimes a stronger relationship than a familial relationship or like a a boyfriend girlfriend relationship or something like that so I wouldn't be I'm not shocked that you're sad and missing Mm -hmm. that person um it makes total sense to me, but you do have to get yourself into a place where you're not comparing and you're open to the possibility. If it's not this this new girl, that's fine. Like maybe you'll have to try a few more times before yeah. you find someone else who you vibe with, but they're never going to be your old therapist. Yeah, and I think I think too it's 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 funny cuz it is I I liken a lot of the things I'm going to say to like a romantic relationship which yeah. like it's funny how they go hand <laughs> in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean relationships in general are so similar if they just have different like lenses, right? But you know, it's to me when when a friend is like, oh, um, missing a guy who was like actually the worst. Yeah. But they went through a very big like chapter of life with that person. Yeah. So it's and, it, and I'm always encouraging them to strip away the person and acknowledge the chapter. Yeah. So with your therapist, obviously she wasn't like a toxic person. So like not not with that lens. Uh-huh. But. She was the first person that you you took a vulnerable step to go get help, which, by the way, like, amazing. Yeah. So proud of you. You took a vulnerable step. You opened up and shared pieces of your life that you haven't with anybody else, which is a very, a very deep and heavy process. So – that makes sense why you feel so connected to her. And so when when you move on to other therapists, they aren't going to be the same because it's not going to feel as heavy as it did that first time. Yeah. And so when you think about that, instead of like being like, oh, she's not like my therapist, be like, dang, I'm so thankful that like I had that person and you can still look back at that time, which it sounds like you kind of are already and being thankful for who she was at that time. And I do believe people are in our lives for chapters, you know, the other thing I will say, um, I, I do think you should give a new therapist, maybe like at least two to three sessions. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have different techniques, challenging. Yeah. I, I I had a therapist that I immediately left and was upset because I was like, she's just not my vibe too. Um, I did wait it out a little bit. And it's funny because <laughs> she still wasn't my vibe. Like at the end of it, I still was like, eh, I need someone who's like a different style. Uh-huh. But out of all of the therapists that I've seen, <laughs> I sound like <laughs> out of my whole roster of therapists, yeah. <laughs> um, she she was one of the people who helped me to break through in an area that still has had an impact on me to this day. Yeah. So it's crazy because I was like, ugh, about her the whole time. But in one of our sessions, like a massively foundational thing happens um, that I'll forever be thankful to her, you know? Yeah. So I think like it's worth giving a chance to see if you guys come into a rhythm and vibe with it. But at the end of the day, if you're not vibing with her, move on. Like, 
find someone else who's your style. Every therapist at their core is just a human being and they have personalities. So you might not vibe with her and that's fine. So find someone else and now you've seen her and you're like, okay, she was very like dry. I do want someone who has a more like personal thing. So the next time you're looking at a therapist and you ask them about their style, you know what to look for. So Uh don't be discouraged. Like this is a normal part of the process. And if you go to a therapist and you hate them, then you're like, okay, cool. Well, now I know like they're not for me. And you go to the next person. You're like one step closer to finding someone that you vibe more with. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn. And Ashley. From Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. I think in situations like this, it's good to kind of view it as more of like a challenge. Yeah. And I think it sounds like you're looking for someone to have maybe more of a conversation with, to be a little more maybe emotional with you, to be a little more empathetic with you. But I think you'd be surprised. I'm not saying this is going to work out, but I think you'd be surprised how, let's say you, you end up with a more bold person, a little more upfront, maybe not as like conversational and a little more aggressive I think you'd be surprised how far you might jump when it's a little quicker that way instead of being more empathetic yeah like there's pros and cons to both techniques that's why that's why it's so important to find someone you vibe with yeah but maybe challenge yourself give yourself a month with that person yeah and and really be open to the possibility of them maybe even being able to help you jump even farther faster because of how blunt they are like sometimes being a little more empathetic takes time to get to where you want to go. And yeah, or you other can times like... people can be like, well, why are you wasting your time doing this when you know you should be doing this? And sometimes we need to hear that. Yeah. So give yourself, I agree with Taryn, give yourself a few sessions and see how it goes, but let, let yourself challenge yourself to actually give that person a chance. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a no go, that's totally fine. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. Just move yeah. on, find someone else. But you might be surprised. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I I do think, I mean, I have a kind of opposite uh, opinion or view of having to like reopen up and go through a whole story again. And it's funny because I remember telling you this, Ash, because um, when you started going to your therapist, I remember one time you were like, Ugh, I just like don't want to like get into get it. into like I don't want to tell this again yeah and I remember like encouraging you and I've and I've told this to many people if you pay attention every single time you open up about something there's some new revelation that happens yeah and and I really do think you first of all the way that you tell the story starts to change yeah And if you're paying attention to that, you're like, interesting that these are the details that, like, I wanted to continue telling, whereas this doesn't seem to be as important. Yeah. You learn something about yourself. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, even to this, I literally went through my breakup, I'm not joking, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. The other day, I was talking to my sister about, like, um, some, like, fight or something we had, and I was like, huh. And I had this, like, revelation about, like, I wonder if that's why, like, I am this way. And, like, we were talking about it. It's been 10 years. Yeah. I've obviously talked about my breakup plenty of times. Like, I've moved on. Like, I'm very, very much removed from, like, that version of myself. But it's it's amazing how much is, like, buried within us. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we think, like, oh, cool. I, like, told someone something. Now I can just move on with my life. Yeah. But the more that it comes up, the more that you speak about it, the more that you process it, it loses power over you. Yeah. And I think you start to sift through like what really is underneath it all. Yeah. So I know it's overwhelming to be like, oh, I don't want to like go through this whole thing again. But I think if you go into it thinking more strategic, like, oh, no, I'm excited to tell this because I'm excited to hear another perspective on it. I'm excited to see 
wow, I didn't cry when I talked about that. Like, I think like I'm starting to heal and not be as emotional about this or whatever it is. So um, I would I would try to change your mindset on that and see it as a cool opportunity instead of an inconvenience. You know, I completely agree. Oh, therapy, man. I need a therapist so bad. I really do. Therapy is hot, as they say. Therapy is hot. By our totes. By our totes. They're totes awesome. Supplemental messaging. Buy our totes. Buy our totes. Um, but thank you so much, Anonymous, for writing in. Do not be discouraged. It's going to be okay. You're going to find someone that you vibe with. And I think if you just jump into this, um, you'll be surprised by the outcome. But thank you so much for being vulnerable with us. And we love you so much. Yes. Okay, are you ready for mine? I'm Rade. All right, we're going to dive into it, guys. Here we go. Hello, ladies. Hello. Ladies. Uh, fairly new listener of the podcast, and I love it. I can't turn you guys off while I'm at work. Thank you for helping me get through the day. Um, she puts her name. She says she liked to be anonymous, even though she's sure no one cares. <laughs> Anywho, I wanted your <laughs> advice on if you consider OnlyFans to be cheating. Oh, I love this. Let's I know. Fun topic. To wait. A little context. My husband and I have been together for seven years going on eight. We started long distance, which she adds in parentheses. It's not as hard as people think as long as you make the time and effort to see each other like once or twice a month. Okay. We lived together for six years. And when we moved in, at one point, I was using his laptop one day. And yeah, I was being kind of nosy. And I found some old nudes from girls in his past. I didn't love it. Obviously brought it to his attention and he deleted them. I thought that's fine. Nothing to be upset about. It happens. But soon after that, I found out he was on a chat website Mm -mm. paying to talk to girls, Mm -mm. which hurt me so bad. Mm -mm. We sat down and I tried to have a conversation with him about it because I consider it cheating. He, on the other hand, said, it's just porn and that's not cheating. Mm-mm. And by the end, I just chose to forgive him as long as he didn't do it again. We'll skip a few years. And now I've given birth to our first kid. And I felt very insecure about my body and had awful postpartum depression and anger. And we are struggling with just one income at that time. I check his bank app to see how much we have because oh, we need formula. And I see a charge from OnlyFans. I was obviously very hurt for two reasons. One, why are you spending money when we don't have much money? And two, because I told him already how I felt about that, regardless of how he views it. We got into a huge fight, and by the end of it, I forgave him. We now just had our second baby, and my body definitely did not bounce back fast with me having them so close together. He hypes me up and tells me I'm beautiful and that I look great all the time, but he did that last time too. I'm just nervous he's going to turn back to chat sites and OnlyFans, especially because I started back working right at my six weeks and we work opposite schedules. How do I help ease my mind? Because it's all I think about some days and it makes me feel even more insecure. Sorry this was so long and I'm not even sure if you're going to read it on the podcast because of the spiciness. (laughs) But I really hope to get to hear your advice. Um, also, I included some pictures, one of me and my husband and our girls, and then one of her two months postpartum. So that's her and her husband. Okay, can you turn it a little more? Yes, 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 yes. I'm also going to brighten it. Oh, yeah. That's her and her husband. Oh, I like your glasses. That's Aww. her baby. <laughs> that's the other baby. Ah, I have baby fever so bad right now. And that's her postpartum. Okay, which is so hot. I, I mean, same. <laughs> that's ex- She's hot. That's literally what yeah. I was going to say. I was going to say. You look absolutely beautiful. Um, your babies are beautiful. You and your husband are beautiful. So let's just say that, first of all. Yeah. Um, second of all, I 1,000% view that as cheating. Yeah. I'm not even going to, like, dodge or, like, play a beat around the bush. I will say, I, I realize I've, I've met plenty of people who don't view it as cheating. And that's fine for them. If they happen to find someone who also doesn't view it as cheating, I, sure. Literally, I was just going to say that because I've gotten in this argument with so many yes. people yes. who, by the way, like, it's so annoying when I'm like, 
oh, I don't want that involved in a relationship that I have. And all of a sudden I'm like a prude and I'm like, oh, it's because you're Christian. I'm like, okay, first of all. Yeah. Each person has their lines of what they're comfortable with Everyone's and different. what they're not. Everyone is different. I'm I am not passing judgment to you if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Me personally, I don't like it. Yeah. I know of my comfort levels and where my insecurities lie and what I want and don't want. Uh-huh. And if you really want to get into it, my senior thesis paper was on the effects of pornography on a relationship. Uh-huh. So like I could I could get into detail if you if you want me to. Yes. But it's like either way, I don't need to defend what I'm comfortable with or not. Yes. And I hate that. So it's like, okay, if you want that in your relationship, that's great. But your partner deserves the courtesy of you checking with them of if they're comfortable too. Yes. If one person's not comfortable mm-hmm. with something, it can't it can't happen. Yeah. It Here's can't happen. Something I like to kind of think about it as is like, imagine that your partner, let's take it up a notch. Imagine your partner wants to add a third in the relationship. Oof. What if they didn't ask you? Yeah. That's cheating. Yeah. That's a thousand, no question about it, that's cheating. Like if they just assumed that that was okay with you. And also, okay, so this guy's argument, this is where I'm just like, I I would love to like have you, is it anonymous? I can't remember. Okay, anonymous. I would love to have you here to just like ask you some questions. Yeah. Because here's my, okay, it's just porn. Oh, okay. So um, there's like how many sites you can watch that stuff for free? Yeah. So, so... If Why it's the paying? same exact thing, you know how I feel about where the line is drawn, but you still paid to go on this chat thing so that you could be, the only difference is that there's a personal interaction. Yeah. And then we had that huge fight and then you paid again to go where you're personally following a specific person that you know versus just Googling that was the next thing I was going to say. That's the big difference between OnlyFans and exactly. porn, right? So, so, so you kind of messed yourself up. You're actually supporting a, one single exactly. person versus you, a website. You, you messed you messed up because it's it is the same thing to an extent, but there's a personal connection there, mm-hmm. and and that is the thing that crosses the line for your partner. And she has told you that. And if she views it as cheating, then I'm sorry, but that's where you guys, you guys chose to be committed and to spend a lifetime respecting each other. It's not like she's saying, I saw you make eye contact with the waitress. Yeah. That's cheating to me. Yeah. No, it's, it it is a bigger, it is a bigger topic. And, and I'm telling you right now, if he can't go to his mom and dad and his wife's mom and dad and plead his argument and still not be ashamed or embarrassed to talk to them about this topic, yeah. then that's where you know right there that it's wrong. Yeah. And I, I again, want to say, like, I, I have had friends in the past who um, even, like, were take, not taking a turn, but, like, she would, she, she would watch stuff with her husband or mm-hmm. with her boyfriend and that's something they did together and yeah. they were okay with it and I remember her having like kind of a little bit of like issues later on after she had already agreed and done stuff like that and I was like well you can't get mad at him for what like if, if you're watching it with him I'm assuming he's watching it without you too like did you yeah. lay down rules where yeah. it could only be together like this is something that I think couples need to talk about and is it a fun conversation no but like at least you'll know where the the lines are like if you if you never told him that porn was a problem for you then i'm i'm not shocked he had it or had watched it because you had never drawn that line like if you are especially if you're going to allow porn i think the line needs to be clear like if you are going to allow it then then it or it's something that you guys watch together, then like it's only together, never separate. Like it's, you know, whatever. Or I don't know, whatever the rule is for your relationship, needs it just needs to be clear. Yeah, and I think honestly, clear. this is, I mean, even if we don't, even if we don't talk about this topic, right? Like, I think that's relationally with anything. Yeah. I think it's having that open communication ahead of time. And again, not rushing into relationships without... Mm-hmm 
dishing out like, okay, in life, here are things that affect me. Yeah. And like, here are things I'm looking for in a partner. Even if like and they struggle with alcohol, like exactly. you need to talk about that exactly. stuff and make it clear when you can and cannot drink. Totally. Yeah. And so I think that's where you need to find like what are your hard lines and what are things you're willing to make a compromise over yeah. in, in anything. It literally can be anything. I just was talking to a friend because I was on a dating app and I saw this really hot guy. Uh -huh. Well, I scrolled down in his last photo, he freaking killed Bambi and is just holding up its dead head <laughs> like it's nothing. And I just was like, so we had this big talk because I was like, I don't know if I could date someone like that. Because yeah. in one hand, I'd want to be like, obviously, like that's your hobby and you're passionate about it. Like, go have a boys day, go do whatever. But then I would literally have to live my whole life being like, don't ever show me pictures, don't ever talk to me about it. Because my, when an animal gets hurt, I am hurt, okay? Yeah. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. But it's like, where would I find that line? And what would our marriage look like if we didn't have detailed conversations about that? And then years down the road, he's like, I want to put Bambi's head on her wall because I'm proud of it. And yeah. my dad had Bambi's head on his wall. And he always told me, when you grow up, you're a man when you put Bambi's head up on your wall. Yeah. And it's this huge deal to him. And I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. You know? You're so, like, go get a shed, put it up on that exactly. wall. <laughs> but it's like you you run into these hiccups down the line. Even I've heard some relationships struggle over tattoos. Because yeah. the wife wants to go get a tattoo and the guy's like, absolutely not. And it's like. What? No, like I like tattoos. Yeah. But it's like all of those things, you need to have conversations and weed out where each other's lines are yeah. before you go into it. Yeah. But on the flip side, if something comes up in a relationship and you're upset and you feel like you're you are being disrespected, mm -hmm. it's the other person's job to acknowledge that. Yes. So what I would say is clearly you've had this conversation with him three times ish. Oof. Um, at that point, in my opinion, he is being disrespectful. You've made it very clear how it, how it makes you feel and what it does to you. And he's still choosing to do it. The only other thing I would suggest, obviously you need to sit him down to talk about it, but I would, I'd be so curious if you were to sit him down and be like, what can we do as a couple exactly. yes. to fulfill this need that you have? where we can take porn off the table and what, what's something we can do to spice it yeah. up? Like what is something I can do as your wife? Yeah. Because that's medium halfway. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not saying, Hey, cause especially with, with like postpartum, I know like jumping back into a sexual relationship after that is, is hard and yeah. it's different. And yeah. every woman, every woman is different and, mm -hmm. um, their postpartum journey. Um, but like there's other stuff you can do if you want to have a conversation about that. And, like, give him the option to, like, bring something to the table. Yeah. And you don't have to say yes to it, obviously. Like, it's your decision. But, like, what is something that you can do as a couple so where that he's feeling feeling heard and mm -hmm. seen and fulfilled and y you don't have to sit there and, and worry about him cheating on yeah. you with all of these rando pictures, you know? Yeah, because she asked that, like, how do I trust him? And that's hard. Like, that's hard. I mean, that's a hard that's a hard thing to get over when in general, when you feel like your trust has been broken, like how do you get back to that? That's a really hard thing to come back from without having to like literally be like, Oh, I need to like mirror your phone. I need to have your yeah. like our, our internet next level. Yeah. Crazy. So I do think, you know, and it's, it makes me sad because, you know, obviously like I, I grew up very, um, like in a very like little bubble. And I remember even even to say the word porn was like, you don't talk about it. Like <laughs> only rapists and murderers watch that and you don't ever talk about it. It's so inappropriate and all yeah. these things. So when I got into, even in college, I was like, you don't talk about it. Yeah. And I know some people listening to this right now and probably mostly that have grown up religious are like, oh my gosh, covering their ears. Like yeah. we don't talk about this topic. But I think that in general has done so much damage to a lot of people yeah. because 
whether we like it or not, there are a lot of things people are exposed to at a young age that can have an impact on them. Even movies, and even commercials. Absolutely. Yeah. So when when I went into college, and it was funny because I did my like senior paper on that because I saw my reaction when in classes they would talk about it and I would immediately be like, yeah, this is dirty. We don't talk about it. Yeah. When And I couldn't just focus on like, what what mentally is this doing? And like yeah. what what happens when a boy who's like 11 gets exposed to these images and doesn't understand like what he's watching or whatever it is. Yeah. So for me, I when I started studying it and learning about the effects it have and learning about how men's actual like brains work and how they're visually stimulated and all these different things, then it became something that I still don't like uh, I don't want involved in anything in my relationship, but I'm able to still look at it and say like, oh, okay, like I understand why this can affect someone. And yeah. I understand that like some people do want this and it does help some people in what they want in their relationship. So I think, I think because sometimes we're so scared to talk about certain topics yeah. because we're like, oh, this is like dirt. nobody talks about it. So we don't talk in front of a relationship about like, hey, like I should be able to sit with a person and be like, hey, I want to talk about porn. <laughs> do yeah. you watch it? Yeah. Like, what is your history with it? Like, yeah. how do you view it? Like, what do you what do you feel? Um, like, do you see yourself wanting this in a relationship? Because yeah. to me, that's important. Yeah. So instead of just like avoiding topics and then years down the road, I am checking histories and seeing f bank records and being like, what is happening? Yeah. Like we've already laid out what is okay and what is not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think it's a topic like if you do approach and talk to him, I would make sure to try to avoid making him feel like too much like shame and embarrassment. Or treating him like a child. Yeah. If he's able to sit there and explain why like why he has this need yeah. whatever now that is separate from the the boundary yeah. side of it yeah so it's it's not i'm judging you for this especially if he has like a past where like he that's just something he's been addicted to yeah so you address that without making him feel ashamed and embarrassed, but then you go, okay, but now we're gonna talk about the fact that I am not comfortable with this and yeah. you're choosing to not respect you not to, my boundary. you're still doing it. Yeah, it's two, I mean, it's two things in the same topic, right. if that makes sense. Correct. But again, it's the whole communication. Like if we, yep. if we didn't let shame and embarrassment and secret natures and I'm giving my best foot forward but I really am a different person. Uh -huh. If we just were able to be open and talk to people and have com hard conversations, it would make a lot of this stuff easier. A thousand yeah. percent. And I'm so curious, I'm so curious um, if this could simply be fixed by you giving him uh, like a choice of Okay, well, what can we do? I really, yeah. I'm so curious. After, after you talk to him about him hurting you repeatedly by choosing to do this, yeah. and after you talk about is this a problem or is this just a preference? Like after you sort through all of that, I really want you to ask him, like what you guys can do together. Taryn mentioned like obviously a lot of guys are simulated visually. Like maybe that means you buy a cute outfit. Yeah, you know maybe that means you do something a little more visual together and maybe that'll help him. And not just him, like you. Like yeah. what do you want too? Yeah. Like this is an opportunity for both of you it to actually, find a connection again, you it know? It could actually be a really fun, after you sort through everything seriously again, it could be a really fun conversation for you guys to be like, okay, like what are you okay with? And what am I okay with? And, and how can we do this together to kind of like spice things up again post two kids? Like that's, you know. That's yeah. a that's a that's a spot. I'm all. How do you feel about wearing a Darth Vader mask? <laughs> <laughs> that's where my future. How is. How do you feel about <laughs> throwing some Legos around? <laughs> How do you feel about being on a bed of Legos? This is so niche. Do you like this pain? Is so niche. <laughs> uh, but like, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Different things do it. For yeah. different people, and it's about having that open conversation and not yeah. being judgmental. And, and again, I'm a virgin. Like <laughs> I'm, 
I literally haven't even had sex, but I'm able to talk about it. It's yeah. it's a difference of knowing who you are, knowing what you believe and what you want, yeah. but not being afraid to tackle deeper topics. Yeah. Like it's it's just I hate that there's like I know how much I felt so scared to talk about things or to ask questions that as a young girl yeah. I really struggled with and would have helped me tremendously if I could have just talked about something. Exactly. And each of us have our own area within coming into who we are, how we how we view our bodies, how we view like intimate relationships, and he has his own. Yeah. So I that's what I'm saying like you need to sit with him and have like these blunt conversations yeah. where you can think it's disgusting and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I read this and I'm like, like, really, bro? Like, you really have to be, like, chatting with them? Like, yeah. gross. But for him, if it's coming from a deeper place and there's a deeper issue, if he reads that you're disgusted by him and there's shame, gonna he is going to clam it. up. Yeah. So it's just being strategic about, like, okay, if I'm really wanting to get to the bottom of this, not just saying, like, hey, if you don't stop doing that, I'm out, which – you can also do. It's a great option. If you're wanting to get to the deeper part of it, then like have that conversation and let him be open without feeling scared of like how you're going to react. And how do you do that? I've said this on episodes before. If you are trying to do the latter, like Taryn said, where you're trying to have a more open conversation and you're trying to be more understanding, go out to dinner. Yeah. Maybe pour yourselves a glass of wine and like don't make it scary. Don't make it to where you're talking down at him and you know, he's in trouble, but like, Sit down and be like, so, porn, let's talk about it. Yeah. Like, here's how I feel about it. I want to hear how you feel about it. And then once you sort through that, be like, okay, like, what can I do to get us past this and to get porn off the table? Like, porn's a no-go for me. So, what can we do together? I was going to say, not even like, out? I, like, it's your responsibility to fix it. Yeah. But, like, like you just said, do? what can... If you feel like something's missing, yeah. can you tell me what's missing? Yeah. And then let's meet together on what we're both comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, think of it and try to send this message along. Think of it more as like a brainstorm. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are a couple, you guys are in a partnership, you're in a commitment together, and you need to get past this bump. Like how do we get this off the table so that we can both be happy and satisfied yeah. together. So like, what does that look like? Let's yeah. spit, spitball things out and just see where we land. Yeah, and... Uh, I mean, you have kids now, so that changes yeah. things um, because I know that's where I would be like a lot less lenient yeah. <laughs> if I have to worry about what's happening in the house with my kids. Also, what was more so, of a slap in the face was the pain for the chat when money's When tight. you have kids that that's, have, that's yes, That's a whole absolutely. other level I mean, of, we didn't even me? get into that. We're, <laughs> we're obviously talking about like the mentally bigger <laughs> yeah. part, but for, I think also, and it sounds like you might be at that place. I think also there you could lay a very, very heavy, like, hey, if you do not stop this, like, I'm, we're going to be done. Yeah. Like, we have a family to care about. So whether it's like, you know, he's willing to like go to therapy, he's willing to do whatever, but I think you do have some very hard lines you need to draw. But again, you can approach it where you attack the deeper issue and yeah. then from there, you're like, okay, I love that we're under this understanding and I'm so excited to move forward. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I need you to understand how serious this is to me. If this does not improve or if I see another cent of our money that's supposed to go for the well-being of our kids being spent on this, yes. I'm, I'm telling you right now that our marriage is in jeopardy. Yeah. And, and even just being very upfront about like our kids are not going to watch daddy zone out to because their kids aren't dumb they pick up on stuff mm -hmm. like this like they'll accidentally walk in or they'll notice something or they'll figure it out at some point in life so even just being like our kids are not going to watch you zone out and do your own thing and yeah. just ignore mommy and like not be interested mm -hmm. in mommy or yeah. anything like that like that's not going to happen no yeah just, just make that very clear yeah but i'm very sorry you're going through this unfortunately yes. it's an extremely common thing but i do think you have a couple you have a couple ways to go about this yeah. and only you know which one resonates the most with you and your relationship. If you're fed up and you have to draw a boundary and, you know, go for it. Like yeah. you have every right yeah. to, and I hope you feel validated in knowing that. Yeah. And if you want to make this work out, hopefully the conversation um, tactic that Taryn and I mentioned, hopefully that's a good route for you because I'm, ugh, 
And if you feel open to sharing how it goes and giving us <laughs> yes, an update, please. I would be, if you have the conversation and you want to give us an update, would be so curious how it goes. Yep. Um, wow. But thank you so much for writing in. Yes. Great conversation. No, I think it's, I think it's an important, I just like, I know for my, when I do have kids, um, everyone's like, oh, great. I was talking about like my future kids in the My Solo episode and I started yeah. like, literally crying. <laughs> so um, anyways, I've been on a, no, it's bad. Me on vacation, um, I told my sister-in-law, I'm like, I literally was getting my mail at my apartment the other day and like a dad walked in with like his little kid and I thought he was the hottest man alive. But then I walked away and I'm like, no, you were attracted to like dad, him being like, a dad yeah like a dad yeah. because you want like a man to raise kids with a daddy so then like literally we were like walking through the store and this dad was like pushing a stroller and like she saw my head turn and she goes taryn i was like oh sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry i was like i'm having like a mat it's not even like baby feeder baby feeder <laughs> baby fever it's like daddy fever like yeah. i just like i want a man to like oh, raise yeah. kids with yeah. Ugh. Anyways. There was a, I forget what magazine. I don't even know what I was, I was saying something and then I just got <laughs> super distracted. But. I forget what magazine put it out, but I'm sure they all have. There was one magazine forever ago that put out a list of like hot dads at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember like there was one of, I think it was Hugh Jackman and he had like his, his baby. He was like in the middle of Wolverine like phase. So he was like ripped. Uh, he was like at the beach with his kid. Uh, and I just remember being like, dear God. I know. <laughs> like, oh my God. I know. Oh my gosh. I don't know what I was saying. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for writing in. If you want to feel more connected to us, go to our socials. We have a Insta. We have a TikTok. Uh, we have a YouTube that you can watch us. And then also, don't forget to send in your stories. Yes. Because we need them. We love them. And uh, that's all. That's all we got. with a dad joke? Oh, my gosh. Ash. I was, like, waiting for you to say it. And then I was like, <gasps> is she closing us out? What's happening? Ashley, do you know how much that means to me that you just, you. I should have just gone with it. Yeah, because you know what would have happened? We would have ended it. And l- probably, like, tonight. I would have been like, oh, <laughs> and I would have called you. Or we wouldn't have noticed and the, the amount of comments that would have been like, I you did it in with the dodger. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. What does corn say when it gets a compliment? This is such a good one. Corn. Something cob. <laughs> Something <laughs> ear. I'm done. Corn maze, cornmeal. Also, on the solo episode at the end when I did my dad joke, I also played the role of you and your guesses. Oh. I was like, if Ash was here, she would say, cup, soda. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> ready? Yeah. Aw, shucks. <laughs> That's a good one. Isn't it good? That's a good one. Ah, okay, well, wow. Now we're really done. Guys, we, and we love, love the you. drill. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Follow on everything. Send in your stories, and we'll talk to you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.